All right, we are live with another episode of the Pleasantly Persistent Podcast here with special guest, Mr. Mark Samuel in the house, uh, as well as co-host Christy McGill. Mark, uh, welcome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, it, it is our pleasure. Um, can you please intro yourself and then we can dive into some fun topics? Sure. Uh, I'm a founder of I Want Organics. We founded it in uh, 2016, really got going in 2018. Most know us for our organic uh, savory snacks, our puffs and our sticks line. And then we just most recently launched a, a popcorn line. Uh, we are based out here in California. Cool. I was saying right before we press record that Christy and I get together just for a couple minutes beforehand, think of a few questions. For you, we're like, oh man, that list got long really, really quick. There's a lot I'm we're curious about that are fun topics with you. So, first, what I'm super intrigued about, if I remember reading correctly, I know you work a, a, a more efficient day, maybe a 10 to 4, 9 to 4. I am so super curious how you organize your day. If you're walking into a to do list, like a tight schedule, and how you wrap a day, uh, I would love to hear. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, uh, today, so so it's summer now. So my kids are you know out of school, and so I just literally dropped. I walked. I was running back here because I had this. Um, uh, my daughter right here at camp. It just so happens there's this little camp in our uh, commercial complex here where the, my office is. But but that's by God's grace. Um, uh, and so my son's at another camp, which is down the street. So I walk him down there in the morning and then we anyway so um so yeah i'm kind of a nine especially during school year i'm kind of a nine to three or four uh person um and i just am i just had one of these yesterday and they were like couldn't understand how i i do that especially because of all the rhetoric that's out there um i think that's the big piece is just and which i think is just dumb um but 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 to each their own um, I am just laser focused. So I have no problem admitting that my six hours, I'd put that up against anybody's. Um, I don't fuck around on, you know, Instagram and scrolling and all this stuff. Like if somebody were really honest with themselves about what the work they do, they probably really only do six hours of work. They just, they just elongated to like 10 hours to make them feel better. Um, so that that's what it looks like. I'm, and as far as what I walk into, no, uh, we get, let's circle back to that. I, I, I know what needs to get done and I get those things done. And um, I'm probably a little uh, unorthodox when it comes to that. Totally. Yeah, it's amazing how efficient you can be in a short period of time. I was talking to Christy about it the other day. I had like a two and a half hour flight. So no meetings, no phone, just, just me and me and a laptop. And I was like, oh my goodness. This two and a half hour day will rush a nine to five. And I'm like, wait, but I can recreate this in my day to day. Right. It's like what like what just grabs your attention and like isn't actually useful, helpful. It's it's really interesting. Mark, Mark so how do you how do you cut the noise? Right. Like I understand the social media and even like LinkedIn. Like I don't touch any of that most of the time ever, actually. Actually, um, but like, how do you cut the noise in terms of the phone calls, the text messages, the requests for a, a last-minute meeting, all of these things that like come up to tear apart this laser-focused time? And how do you decide like what matters and what to say no to? 
Yeah, I think um, the no thing is becoming a lot easier. It's another great topic that people are talking about more. Um, and it's an important one. Um, I <clears throat> I guess I'm just cut a certain way. So so it, it's a good topic as far as even just LinkedIn, where this might even live at some point. Like people will be like, yeah, but you're on LinkedIn all the time. I True. That's part of my work day. Um, and I, I've accepted that. Um, I'm also very forthright. Like, and I, I hope nobody sort of, you know, takes it. I, I can't wait for the day not to be on LinkedIn. Um, I'm very honest with all this stuff. Like, I do not want to be on social media. People have this, you know, like if they, if they dreamt of like, where do they want to be in life or what does it look like? And, you know, having freedom. I think that's another really great topic of this idea of what's freedom look like. It's not being bound to any social media. I really cannot stand social media. I think it is super unhealthy. I think it is the a friggin' demon of the of of the world, and it's a really really bad experiment um, that is going to continue to spiral and spiral people negatively. Um, sorry to be, be negative about all that and just giving yeah. context, but um, I just I'm, I'm easy and I'm fast. Um, text messages and things like that because I'm hyper neurotic which is not necessarily a good thing when it comes to focus. Um, but because of that, um, I am able to just quickly spin off things, quickly reply to people. Oftentimes very short. People are probably like, oh, why is, this, why is he being so short? That's just how I communicate sometimes. And that's that's the answer to the, to the question. Yeah. So does LinkedIn not fill you up? And is it not fulfilling to like let your just your genuine voice and fire and passion come through to so many people? It's a good question. I literally was walking this morning. I took a video for like a minute and I'm like, ah, you know, cause by the way, you know, most people, I, I talked about this too, like my content, it's always off the cuff. There's nothing planned or anything like that. So um, that's my thing. I know others who are like really into like the idea of how to, create you know a community they have like tutorials on all this shit i'm like i don't know and I, don't, I need it i don't need another tutorial i just do whatever's on my mind that minute um this morning so with that said this morning i was videoing something and i kind of cut it away because my kids were playing basketball outside it was i couldn't get it done um and it was about that it was about the you know this thing on social media when i say i've cut let's say instagram and facebook and people go, but you're on it. You're on LinkedIn. And what about that? LinkedIn for me is it's a it's a, a you know it's sort of a double edged situation. I love the platform. I love the community. I've met a lot of great people. I know it's been impactful for me personally and also brand wise. There's no doubt about it. Um, there's no there's just no doubt about it. The consistency there and what I started there, where I'm at it has resulted in things that have benefited me and or the brands. So um, with that said, I love all that. On the flip side, it is all it is just a social media platform. It really still is, right? We are looking for likes. We're looking for we're, we're looking for comments. We're looking for engagement. There is a there there is an emotional connection and pull that we're that we're trying to 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 get from it. So what does that equate to me? Equates to really, really, to really, really bad, bad, bad long-term, long-term results when it comes to health. I know that's like a big sort of 
overarching topic it can kind of float above where where people are what does he mean by that i just think it is not a good long-term play for one's health when it comes to um to mental health just my take yeah no i mean i i definitely agree with that I and mean, that was why i really like cut out personal social media and then linkedin you know became this like thing during my career where it's like oh everyone's on linkedin and i always say it's sort of like scrolling facebook or instagram but you're doing it for work right so you can do it um, but it definitely carries, I think, the same negatives that regular social media does. And obviously, for those of us who work in sales, it has so many benefits in terms of that. It's hard to like balance both pieces of that. <laughs> How did you, when did you start on LinkedIn, or when did you really start like building that community on there? Because obviously, you've got what about fifty three thousand followers i think on linkedin something around that i i i know there's more and there's like they've been doing this like thing now which i i rightfully slow there's probably people who aren't engaged or and it's now there's some sort of rhythm to what it's doing i uh somebody else messaged me hey i just lost 600 followers like whatever dude i mean like what what are you doing this for i i'll speak comment what I love, because I didn't, I didn't hit on something, is is the platform allows me to do what it is that makes me feel good, right? Forget the, forget the endorphins and, and this thing that happens from from engagement and all that, right? The the highs, it, it's allowing me to talk on health. That that that's the the platform that I love the most and what I get from it. I want to be able to just scream from the mountaintops, exercise. Like what, right? Where else can I really do that outside of my community here? Like my friends and family, those that know me in my community, they would be like, oh, Mark, he, he, he's like rigging the health. Mm -hmm. That's great, right? So if I go to soccer, my kids' soccer games, like people want to ask me like, hey, what have you been doing for this? Like, I love that. But I can't touch as many people as I can in one post. Like even this morning, I was going to write about, it was just before this, so I'll probably do it later. I just want to remind people, like the most impactful thing in my 20-year career, as far as result-driven, has been dri driven and derived from me focusing on health. Like by me mm -hmm. saying that out loud, it, it's going to ring in somebody's ear and be like, I need to, you know what, I need to get my ass to the gym tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there, there, you know, there's, there's that piece to it that I'm still in love with and that i i i'm okay with and but it's there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of bad you know involved with all this stuff a hundred percent yeah so many routes to go so and you know talking about health you know people it, it's good to be reinforced eating better and exercise but as far as not drinking, I don't know the proper term, right? Not sober, which is its 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 own journey, but just folks like myself who just realize that not drinking just feels better and makes events more clear. It's really great having like cool people like yourself speaking that. Because I know even with my smaller audience, when I do... Uh, post about that i get direct messages and people really really appreciate it because the stigma is still strong right like there's this buzz on social media but then you go to trade shows and it feels like almost everyone's still drinking the na options are like non-existent so i think that's almost the most powerful because that's the stigma that really needs to be yeah worked 
Yeah, um, it's another topic that I like to just talk about. It's just my own journey, and I know it impacts other people. I, you should see some of the messages I've had, man. I I, 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 some that are deep. I've had yeah. pages written, and I'm like, wow, that that really got that one. That one hit home. That's what what we're doing this for, right? Um, again, that's why it's double edged. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of good that comes to it with a platform like this and being able to talk on subjects like this. My journey is what it is. I'm, I don't, whatever. Like, I'm just not drinking today. I don't call it. I'm sober and all that. Mm -hmm. I'm not drinking today. I know that for mm -hmm. a fact. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And it just so happens. I haven't had a sip of anything for six months. That's just what's happening. Right. It's just fact. Alcohol is a poison. It's just, what are we talking about? What, why, I don't know what you need to just like, you know, you need to coerce yourself into thinking any, anything else. We just, if you just lay it out what it is and why someone's like, you know what? I haven't tr had a drink for like two weeks. I feel better. It's like, no shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, for me, if I could keep that initial 20 minute buzz all night, <laughs> might be a different relationship, but it, it became crystal clear to me that after that very initial buzz, it was just like, tired, more low vibe. So I think in you know, a message I wrote to you or put comment, it's like, yeah, the next morning's better, but honestly, just the clarity. Yeah. So I, anyway, it, there's yeah. a, there's a list and this isn't a thing. Why I think people um, are, are relate to me and are okay to talk about it with me is I don't have any, I don't have any prejudice to it. There's no stigma. There's no, I, I'm not talking down down on it or anything drink i don't care what to do what you got to do right yeah. this is coming yeah. from somebody you should have seen me dude i was a freaking maniac man just you can you get my my personality imagine me drinking dude it's not cool so yeah. i'm coming from all another angle too where i also get people like i know I, i'm like you were you that guy who would be at the bar like with your shirt off yeah yeah that's me and it was yeah. it was painful, not just for me personally, but for everybody around. Right. So now I'm older and I can, you know, if I were to drink, it's not doesn't have to get all crazy like that. But I just know what it does to me physically. I'm cut a certain way. I talk about mental health all the time. I live with anxiety and depression. It's in me. It's in my bones. It's not yeah. one of these fluff things I'm talking about. Yeah. I talk just organic. It's in me. It's in me. Um, and it has been my entire adult life. So poisons just elevate those things. So it's why health and wellness is so impactful and important for me. And again, why it relates to other people when they hear me talk on it, they go, ah, that's me too. You, yeah. that, ah, that's me too. So that's, oh. uh, again, do do you. And if it if you can, you know, make it through and you feel fine the next day and you like hanging out with your these women at, at trade shows and, and you know I'm talking about women doing it doing that doesn't mean anything. You know, they, but we do know who you we do know who you're talking about though. No, <laughs> but it, do you do what you gotta do. I don't know whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, just don't if you're not an a-hole about it, then whatever. Yeah. Well it's so, all about assessing what works for you personally, right? It's I don't think that's that that's the really the beauty and the message of like people who are stepping away and talking about it in that way because it I, I mean, until recent years, it felt like everyone talking about alcohol, it was either like, it was so black and white. It was either, I can't drink, I won't drink, or I'm like a partier at every event, right? And and like having these conversations about it can look different for different people is really important. 
Yes. And I think allowing people to like assess, like, what is optimal performance, right? Do I need to have alcohol at the social event because everyone else is drinking? Or do I, am I comfortable stepping back from that because I have better performance at that event and the next day? The new cool is not drinking. I can't tell you how many people come up to me and say, I know you, so you don't drink, right? And I'll be like, oh, I'm not drinking today day because that's kind of my thing right it's not like i don't drink i'm just not drinking today and oh, oh you're at an event and you're not drinking i don't want to drink i'm drinking a freaking spritzer whatever i don't even know what they're called right freaking tap water it, the, the, the the comment is always well i wish i could do that and then i'm like you can you, you can do that and then you can also do what i'm doing is i'm out of this freaking thing in 15 minutes and i'm in bed by 9 30 catch me at the gym tomorrow at 5 30 in the morning People, I, I wish I could do that. Uh, you can, Debbie. I just made yeah. up Debbie. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, and so the, that, the new cool is that I want to go one step further. The new cool is not just that. It's also your reputation with that. People miss this boat. I don't think it'd be, the, some of the most successful people in life don't drink. They don't do these things, right? Be, they're laser focused. They're, they they have a regimen about them, right? People do. It's always like people miss that or something. You get so much respect on your name when you are pushing an initiative that is health focused. I'm telling mm -hmm. you, folks, mm -hmm. anybody's mm -hmm. listening to this, they, they think, you know what I mean? You, you don't need to. And again, this is coming from somebody back in the day in the 20s. I loved those steak dinners. I was the guy, you know, we used to go in the city and do the do and be at the club after, blah, blah, you didn't see it. Uh -uh. That's old school, you know, the, in New York, you know, you're Peter Luger, you going to, blah, 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 blah. you know, you were cool. Uh -uh. That ain't cool anymore. What's cool is you being in bed by 930 and, and, and pumping iron at five in the morning. That's cool. Yeah, strong, strong agreement. Um. Shifting a little bit, trade shows. Did I want ever do trade shows? What are your thoughts on trade shows? Is the allure, allure and magic of trade shows, you think, too too attractive uh, uh, for early brands where is maybe not of value? Good. Let's talk CPG now. Um, <laughs> I, we did, I think, a couple of, in the first couple years like you know where i had like 7500 bucks to do expo west or whatever that's what we did but we have not done one in the last five years the only thing that's, that's come close is me going to the show luckily that show like gives me a pass um mm. i don't know how long how much longer i can get away with that one and um and that's it and i walked the show do you get tempted like as you guys venture a bit i saw clean juice who we work with as well you're in there do you get tempted to do food service shows like NAMA or, or NAX or like explore it I all. I get tempted just... to do all the shows. I get tempted to do all the shows. Yeah. I have FOMO like every other brand owner should have when they don't have the capital and they have to make a decision, which is just the right one. Yeah. I don't have 5,000, 10,000. I remember people, it's not just that. Then you got to get out there. You got to do this. You got to, <clears throat> you know, all those things. So um, yes, I wish I could. We just aren't in that position and many aren't. We, we're, we, you know, I'll go deeper, you know, as this, as we progress into some more CPG thoughts, we just don't, we can't afford it. And I wish I could. I'm, 
I'm one of the best. I, you know, this is coming from somebody who knows I'm good at that stuff. I can stand at that booth and sell like nobody's business, right? So it sucks um, to not have the ability to do that. And and yes, you have FOMO because of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How, how about choosing new SKUs? So like with the most recent SKUs, are you just, what do you... Yeah, what's what's your what's your process? Just walk to grocery store and you're just like, I want to do a an I one version of that. Like how how does it come no, to be? No process and it's and it's one that I wouldn't I wouldn't direct anybody to do. It's it's a it's another major mistake that we've made and that I, I take full responsibility for. Um launching uh launching extensions when we really didn't need to and and really Really going ass backwards about this. I just wrote on this. Um, uh, I think Jeremy um, Jeremy had posted about the why founders aren't doing this right and how it's all about brand and like establishing that. And then you know, and and, and the fact that all these packaging changes are occurring and all this. He's totally right. And I'm only. I think I'm one of the only ones who will get out there and be vocal about it. I have made some terrible mistakes building this just from being super naive and really not understanding the landscape and understanding the roadmap to building something that actually works uh, and plus being undercapitalized. It, all of these things, you just add them all up and it's it's not a good place to be. And one of those is, to your original point, it's line extensions and no, not doing it right. I'm not a fan of line extensions for, for brands. Got it. Uh out of all the categories, perishable, frozen, frozen, shelf stable, beverage, which do you think all have their own challenges? Which would you, if you're gonna run something back or recommend to a CPG brand, which which path do you think may be the easiest? I know easiest isn't even a word in our world. We're gonna go with easiest path of least resistance. I think none of them have um, have you know some, some. There's no hierarchy, right? As far as mm -hmm. difficulty. I think they all suck. I mean, they just do. I mean, just beverages alone. Sometimes I stand there and like, what the? F Even though, shout out to Olipop, like they just sent me this like cases. I'm like, oh, can they? Yeah, uh, that's, a good, that's a good sample to receive. It's a good. Anytime I walk, anytime I walk a show, I am blown away that there's more beverages. Like I thought we'd seen all the functional beverages that were possible to be seen, but there's more. Yeah. It, it's, it's and there's more in every category. It just so happens it might be the one that you're thinking of that minute. It's it, there's just a plethora of everything in every category, and I believe it will always be like that. I I always say it's because it's there. There's you know, it, it's very easy to get into this business, right? There's really no threshold. People think there's some like agencies that are oversighting all this stuff, right? Be, maybe, you know, like for us, organic, you got to get your stuff certified and all that for sure, right? But I'm telling you, Jimmy, I made that name up too, by the way. Jimmy could go be, you know, makes cookies in his mommy's uh, friggin' kitchen tomorrow and he's selling them the next day, right? Mm -hmm. After he's selling them at the, at the farmer's market, great. And then you're like, yeah, but can you get it in the store? Yeah. He goes and registers, gets a UPC, gets a case back, and he's selling them into, uh, uh, you know, the, the local market to start. And then he can get, anyway, uh, people may not know that. The yeah. the barrier yeah. entry is very low. Right. And the, the, the naivete, 
such a beautiful freaking word. I don't even know how to pronounce <laughs> it. It's so high. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing and, yeah. and what they're what they're what is about to come you know on their lap. It, the obstacles and the amount. And if you're planning on scaling, if you're planning on scaling, the amount of capital that is required to do so is enormous. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. think anyone, I mean, I think so many people miss really how much capital it really takes. Like they look at these brands, right? And I mean, look at an Olipop or any of those types of brands, the amount of capital that's been poured into those to get them to where they are. And they're still, if you were to look at a lot of these, they still need a lot of more capital, a lot more capital poured into them to really scale them to where they want to be. Millions. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, right. I mean, I really, I think people raise these rounds or they see what people do and they have no idea how that's like barely scratching the surface of getting these brands to where they need to millions, go. Millions, folks. Yeah. Tens I'm of millions, not one million to tens of millions to be a scalable brand. You can name yeah. them. And, yeah. And, you know, it just, it, it's fact. Yeah. All right, Mark. I want to be, I want to end on time and be respectful of your time. Last question, the last six months, what beverage brand and snack brand have you spent the most money on? Beverage brand, I, I you know what? I buy Spindrift, so there's your beverage brand. I do buy it, I buy it every what's, what's time your, I- What's your you flavor? Know, I'm a raspberry lime guy. You can't man. see that, let me see. Raspberry you lime. Know what? I, I, I do it on Instacart, and yeah. so whatever pops up, because I don't really care about stuff like that, I literally yeah. just click three because one of them ends up being out of stock anyway. And the person yep. usually can't figure out to just, even though I write the note, but get any flavor, I don't care. Anyway. Yep. Um, we could have a whole podcast about Instacart because I'm like, oh, it's always so confused. We would all be so good at being Instacart people because we know grocery stores really well. And I'm like, how did we get from this one product over to this very non-organic item that you picked up for me instead? I've been very lucky. I think it's maybe because I'm a good tipper, admittingly. Yep. Okay. So I they usually hook me up. I'm you they always chat me right when they're there. Hey, we want this. There's photos that come in. Anyway, I'm like an Instacart whore. I don't know. Can you say <laughs> that word? I don't know. I think I've said it. You're, that word. you're good. And um, snack food. Okay. Snack food. I don't really snack. People know I talk about that. Um uh I buy a jerky, a lot of it. So like mm -hmm. chomps, you know. Yep. yep. Fair, fair enough. Well, Mr. Mark Samuel, uh, uh, a sincere uh, thank you and tip of the cap. Uh, sincerely, uh, you know, I know you hear it a lot, but here I am with you now. So I'm going to say it. When someone just steps into their authentic power, it's the most beautiful thing you can see in a human. And uh, uh, and that's, I believe, why people are so drawn to what you're doing. And you're speaking about beautiful messages. So uh, thank you. I, I really respect it. And uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to speak to, with you today. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Cool. And then where people can find you. I mean, people know where to find you. Uh, but yeah, LinkedIn, website, grocery stores, store search. So all right, Mr. Mark Samuel, thank you kindly. Thank cool. you.